0: what's happening everybody this is zach with the jam space podcast and today we have a breakdown of my new album all the same Um, this is some audio that i lifted from chris beck's most recent episode of the doom tomb podcast he was kind enough to have me on the show to talk about the new album and a lot of things we got going on in the future i want to thank everybody for continuing to support me um, this album cycle is just about finished with all the PR and things that we have cooked up for this, so I am excited to be moving forward into um, writing some new material for Who Do I Kill? I mean, we got a bunch of stuff coming down the pipe. If you're interested in all that, I talked about it at length with Chris on the most recent episode of the Doom Tune podcast. Today we are going to be breaking down every track on the new album All the Same that just hit all streaming services this past Friday. So, wherever you listen to music, whether it be Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, uh, is it Deezer or Dozer? I don't know. Apple Music, fucking, I think Napster's still a thing. I don't know. But my favorite one is Bandcamp. Uh, I'm at zackcry.bandcamp.com. Uh, download the app. It's just like all other streaming services. said this one is more, um, it's just, it directly helps the artist more than any other platform. Um... But besides that, this episode is going to be streaming on all podcast services, but I'm also going to be doing a Spotify-only version of this one that's going to count as a new volume of the Altitudes playlist. And it'll be everything that you hear inside this one, but I'm also going to be adding more songs to the playlist from other artists. That were kind of like uh, directly inspired me to write some of these songs. Or maybe some of the tonalities that I was going after. They gave me some of the ideas to write this music. Um, So if you listen to that podcast with me and Chris Beck, we talk about some of the stuff. And uh, we drop some of the names of these songs. So I might as well just put them in the playlist for you guys. But uh, without much further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. The first song we're starting with is the title track. All the same.
1: So I had this guy on a couple of months ago talking about this full-length release that he had. And he was mentioning that he had some other material coming down the road, and now we're at that spot. The man's name is Zach Cry, the band is Who Do A Kill, but today we're going to talk about his one-man solo project, All The Same. Zach, how you doing, brother? What's up, Chris? I'm
0: just hanging out here in my uh, jam room. Uh, getting ready to shut it down for the
1: night, and go to work in the morning. Hell yeah, man! Now I tell you what, do you mind? Can we just get right into the material? Let's do it. Let's do it all the same. I want to kick it off with the with this first track. Uh, I got this like West Coast desert style groove. You kick off the album to me with something that is so reminiscent of your personality. It's just laid back and it's groove heavy. I also like the layering of the intro. It, it's it's kind of beyond an intro. It's just like you're adding different layers as we get to the main part of the song. Right. Killer soulful solo. Uh, so what can you tell me about this? Um, this song, all
0: the same, is the song that kind of um, made me pull the trigger on you know uh, getting a good collection of songs, because most of the other songs I've had written for for a pretty good amount of time so they've just been floating around in the ether you know and then once i wrote all the same um and then that song look out above right after that that kind of drew everything together where i had a sort of uh like a coalescent like uh little group of songs or whatever but the the song itself i actually this is one of the rare occasions where i wrote the lyrics first and it was like one of okay. those, one of those situations where I was uh, just on a long drive, and started uh, just sometimes when I'm driving, I'll think about lyrics and stuff, and then I can just uh, build an entire song by the time I get to wherever I'm going. <laughs> and then right, right. The music. Now, d- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go Chris. ahead. Oh, this usually the music comes first, you know, in most circumstances. So this is one rare occasion where I did write the lyrics first, and then the music was kind of in my head uh, as I was hearing the vocal melodies and stuff.
1: Now, is this song about the trials of a musician? Is it a cautionary tale to, like, just live your life and be yourself? I mean, I I love the where you're going with it. At the end, we got this, like, you know we're, we're never gonna be what we wanted i mean where where are you going with that
0: uh, yeah well that's basically it you know uh it's all that wrapped into one big thing and i think uh that's relatable across all walks of life you know um whether you be a musician an artist or anybody really um right you know it's kind of you know this man's search for meaning you know we don't really know what we're doing here or where where we're going what's the point of all this stuff you know so um <clears throat> that's kind of along those lines like i can't wait to accept that which i cannot change like we all got to just accept it. what well, we can't change and so it's like i can't wait to do that which means i'm not doing it right now you know <laughs> so it's like people tend to put stuff off and I don't know. We're all like hoping for that attainment of perfection, but it's kind of like just out of reach or something, you know?
1: I got you, man. I got you. Which comes into this next track, Look Out Above... I love that spot in the song where you got this, like, I don't even know how to put it, but just that, that vocal, uh, that lyric, like we done before. I love that, that part of the song. Um, I don't remember why I actually wrote this. I guess I'm, I was thinking as I was hearing this, I felt that this was like uh, a borderline lyric from moving from Texas to Arizona, but I don't, I don't know if I'm right on that. What can you tell me about Look Out Above?
0: Um, Actually, this song, too, was another rare occasion. Wow, I didn't think of it until just now. I wrote the lyrics to this one, too, and I was on a long drive. And it was actually when I went up there to see um, Buddy and them. with. They played with High on Fire and Big Business was up there all in um, San Jose, California. So it was like oh, okay. Great Electric Quest, um, High on Fire, just a killer lineup, man. A bunch of bands I'm totally spacing on right now. Um, and that, that was another long drive like sometimes when I'm having long drives, I just get in the zone and I'll start uh, I'll start putting together some lyrics you know and that that too came lyrics first and I was walking around downtown San Jose. And that was uh, like I guess the city can make you kind of itchy. I, I I I had been doing a bit of day drinking. <laughs> Once I got <laughs> when I got to San Jose, I had been doing a bit of day drinking. So I uh, those lyrics were they're they're kind of funny and goofy, silly lyrics,
1: you know. Uh, yeah but well but well thought out man yeah like it it it, i would consider you a lyricist because from what i have heard from whether it was the 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 hoodoo ep or the or the you know the full release or this it's like there's you have something to say
0: absolutely i consider uh, lyrics to be my strong suit for sure I uh I don't know what I have to say really or what I'm trying to say you know that's why I kind of fumble with questions when people ask what's what's this song about or what that song's about but there's definitely something that's uh, working its way out of me you know that's how I feel uh, <clears throat> absolutely yeah
1: and you're getting it out through music yeah for sure now uh, here's a here's here's a quick question so you're driving along and I've done this where I've had enough of music and I can't believe I'm actually saying it but I just had enough I gotta shut it off. No podcast, no nothing. I just, you know, just driving, driving. And then and, and like some, every once in a while, the weirdest thoughts come in my head. And I, and I had a, a client today, I was talking to him and I was, we, he was, he was talking about having hope. Um, I guess. Cause you know, we're in weird times. I think things are kind of getting clearer, but we're still in some strange times. And I said, yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, and and he was talking about like, what's after what's come, what comes after. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Now I said, I, I got to admit, I was driving one day and I kind of thought about it, you know, where people say, oh, my God, you know, I had a near death experience. They saw the white light. I saw I saw what, what what's going to be my next world. And I said, "But what if it wasn't like what if that light was just you coming out of another birth canal, getting ready and like you remember your previous life as you go through like the id the ego the super ego of you growing up whether it's like uh age one two or three and then afterwards it kind of all fades away and you just try and keep going on this you're just going to keep cycling and looping and looping um and that's at the point where i say i shit i gotta turn the music back on
0: <laughs> no there's something to that man i used to think because um since I was younger, man, I used to have like deja vu sort of flashbacks where you kind of see right. like a you see like a flash of an image or something like in a dream or something, and then later on, you know, down the line, a week later, maybe a day or two later, you see that same sequence of events, or you you see that uh, you know it's just deja vu, or I don't know what it is, but I uh, used to think I, I I formulated my own little theory that we've probably been here and done this. And now we're kind of right. we're kind of looking back on this. This is why we have like intuition or things like deja vu and shit like that. But yeah. Now here's the question:
1: What's When it? you get deja vu, when you get it, um, do you know you know the moment and you're like, oh, this is familiar? Do you know what comes after usually, or is it just that one moment?
0: No, for me, it's sort of a. Um, it's kind of like an indication that I'm in the right place at the right time is what I feel like. Uh, when I go. W- when I realize I'm experiencing deja vu, I uh, go well, well, <clears throat> I must be doing the right thing right now. So
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and just maybe, maybe in the loop, we're in the. I don't know. We, we talked about simulations and all kinds of weird shit. So yeah. there's 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 just so much, man. Uh, parallel universe, all that crap. It's a very interesting story.
0: Stars revolve around me Only one is all that I see I follow you down the valley Through your desert
2: into your sea Exoskeletal, new millennial How my love is unconditional The only other one held up before your God
1: All right, moving forward. Uh, Roach Weeds. Now, do we have like a kind of an ode to psychedelics or maybe even like a significant other? And I do have to say, always a fan of the clean vocal versus the grittier vocal. What can you tell me about Roach Weeds?
0: Um, this is one of the songs that has been around for quite a while. It's one of the first, really one of the first sort of tunes that I ever kicked out. I, uh,. I got a pretty big archive of uh songs I've written over the years and I got a lot of demos and stuff. So I always have something right. to uh to pick through, you know, if whenever we decide to put put a project together or whatever and and that one kind of fit the uh fit the ongoing theme. I think it fits perfectly right in the middle of the album where we placed it. And uh Absolutely it does. The intro with the with the delay effects is something that I kind of uh was trying to emulate sort of Matt Pike that uh, that record you got on the wall right there over your uh, over your right shoulder or left shoulder, uh, Sleep the Sciences. Uh, oh
1: yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, the very first uh, the, the the intro to that album, man. All that all that shit he's doing, I was kind of trying to. emulate Why is that, that.
1: so good? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know, I. There's it's no not way I could have ever
0: recreated that, man. But dude,
1: that shit is—it
0: <laughs> sounds so great. I could listen to that for fucking on repeat, man. Just the just the
1: sound effects that he has. Yeah. Absolutely, Ken. It's. I think it sounds fantastic. I, I just. But yeah, I I agree. Like the first time I heard it, I'm like, wow, it's not technically like kind of a but it is a song mm-hmm. and it it i don't know it, it's a perfect kickoff to the album it sounds like
0: sonically like even when you pull the bowl out of the bong man you can hear that glass bong <laughs> right. it's it just sonically it sounds it's pristine But yeah, I I kind of uh, was emulating. I just, when I heard that, it sounded so cool. And I wanted to try to do something like that just for a short intro. Because the song itself is is sort of simple. You know, there's not much to it. But, uh, you know, keep it simple, stupid. You know, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Every once in a while you do that. But I want to move forward to the next track, which might not be so simple because we've got. I get this, I don't know, drowning your sorrows or just drowning life. Yeah, it's the most on on this release. To me, it's the most upfront, forceful song. But as I was hearing it, it really reminded me of nothing shocking from Jane's. And and part of it was the, you know, the uh, the baseline. But you I felt like there was this mix, like I had Ted just admit it. And the mountain song with little ocean sides, but you made it you. And I'm not I'm not saying that, you, you know, you took from it, but that's what I was like. I was getting that 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 rem- maybe it was a deja vu of, of, of sorts, huh. but I, I was getting that feeling, that kind of vibe where the first time I heard Ocean Size, the first time I heard the whole Nothing Shocking album, I'm like, what is this? I can't even define it. And I think you you came across something really, really glorious with Firewater. What can you tell me about it?
0: Uh, Well, first of all, thank you. And uh, I do like Jane's Addiction, but I'm not that familiar with their their whole body of work. Um, But this song is another song that has been written for quite a while. Over 10 years, actually. Um, Whoa. And I think I just sorta of was fiddling around with the bass guitar when I wrote that and we used to play it as Who Do I Kill. We still have it in the Who Do I Kill set. Um this song was originally going on the Eye for an Eye album, but we pulled it uh and replaced it with um with Don, the song Dawn on there. With the organ tracks mm-hmm. with Jesse from Hove and Weep. So it was a last minute decision to pull that song and Replace it because I was also working on this album all the same um, at the same time that we were doing the Eye for an Eye album. So I wanted to I wanted to do this song because I knew it in and out, and the other guys didn't. And uh, right. I was trying to save time. So that's that's the only, that's the whole reason I wanted to record the song, but we didn't really have time to learn it. So I did it myself, and then we just we we used another song that we already knew,
1: and maybe. You know, just because this is the way I'm hearing it, um, I believe it fits well here. I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure maybe somewhere in Eye for an Eye it could fit somewhere. But I like this because you 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 mixed it up where we've got, you know, we've got all the same. So we've got we've got some groove and look out above and and uh, uh, roach weeds. But when we get to here, like I said, this is like the the most aggressive track to me, and uh, I think it's a nice change to, to to round out the album
0: Oh uh, yes um i um reworked the lyrics you know they're not the same lyrics as they were 10 years ago and a different vocal right. pattern so the vocals are a little heavier and i think that gives it a little more edge um with the vocal pattern and the lyrics and yeah it does kind of have that like i'm gonna sell away and and drown my sorrows you know kind of vibe so right for sure
1: and it, it it's, um, it's telling that, that one of the lyrics is, uh, all I want for one little moment is to feel like I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we've gotten that we, we, we've had those moments, you know, where we, uh, you know, I know personally, like I've, I had some defining moments over the past year. Like, you know, I was the guy that would go to these shows and now it's like, okay, that's, that's dumped. Now what? And you know, you you do these other things, and you know, like you said, like we're on the Zoom call right now, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's like, what what do we what have we been doing? And that's I want to get to that a little later about the time periods for writing all this. And you said you changed it up, so I would be curious as to if the current pandemic had changed any of this. But we will we will get to that in a minute. And uh, before we get into roads, I do have to say, from Firewater, I never know when i hear one of your tracks what zach i'm gonna get vocally Hmm. but i i'm always looking forward to hearing what it is and thank you for like mixing it up and not making it just so monotonous and monotone like i never know where you're gonna come from from track to track and what i'm gonna hear so uh I, i i absolutely love hearing it thank you man as much as i love uh Writing
0: lyrics and writing songs, I struggle sometimes uh maybe to sing the sing the way that I would like to. So sometimes I have to compensate for that with different style vocals or adding different harmonies and stuff. So like uh, the things that people like, they come out of like uh, trying to find alternative ways of doing stuff, you know, so.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Now we go into this interesting track here, Rhodes. The easiest way to get into the meditative
3: state is to begin by listening. If you simply close your eyes and allow yourself to hear all the sounds that are going on around you. Just listen to the general hum and buzz of the world as if you were listening to music. Don't try to identify the sounds you're hearing. Don't put names on them. Simply allow them to play with your eardrums. and let them go. In other words, you could put it, let your ears hear whatever they want to hear. There are no, as it were, proper sounds or improper sounds. It doesn't matter if somebody coughs or sneezes or drops something. It's all just sound. If I am talking to you right now and you're doing this, I want you to listen to the sound of my voice just as if it's noise. Don't try to make any sense out of what I'm saying, because your brain will take care of that automatically. You don't have to try to understand anything. Just listen to the sound. Yeah. Sounds coming up in your head, thoughts. You simply listen to them as part of the general noise going on, just as you would be listening to the sound of my voice, or just as you would be listening to cars going by, or to birds chattering outside the window. So look at your own thoughts as just noises, and soon you will find that. The so-called outside world and the so-called inside world come together. They are a happening. Your thoughts are a happening, just like the sounds going on outside. And everything is simply a happening, and all you're doing is watching. Notice a curious thing about this. You say in the ordinary way, I breathe, because you feel that breathing is something that you are doing voluntarily, just in the same way as you might be walking or talking. But you will also notice that when you are not thinking about breathing, your breathing goes on just the same. That as you watch your breathing, you will become aware that both the voluntary and the involuntary aspects of your experience are all one happening. Now that may at first seem a little scary, because you may think, well, am I just the puppet of a happening, the mere passive witness of something that's going on completely beyond my control? Or on the other hand, am I really doing everything that's going along? Well, if I were, I should be God. And that would be very embarrassing because I would be in charge of everything. That would be terribly responsible position. The truth of the matter, as you will see it, is that both things are true. You can see it that everything is happening to you. And on the other hand, you're doing everything, for example, it's your eyes that are turning the sun into light. It's the nerve ends in your skin that are turning electric vibrations in the air into heat and temperature. It's your eardrums that are turning vibrations in the air into sound, and in that way you are creating the world. But. When we're not talking about it, when we're not philosophizing about it, then there is just this happening, this. uh
1: I don't know, man, telling you to go deep, going past what you know, uh, going outside the box, living your truth, all of it, it, what it did remind me of. Um, there was a song a while ago, I'm not sure the exact title, but it's something like Don't Forget to Wear Your Sunscreen. There was this guy, he was kind of like a mon- monologuing, not even singing, just talking about do this, do that, do this. And I, that's exactly how I felt, but from more of an inside the mind version of that. Uh, what can you tell me about Rhodes? Why did you choose that narration? How did it all come about?
0: Um, so the funny thing about this album is that, um, I recorded it in Yuma, Arizona. And, uh, right. so, uh, my audio engineer down there, he caught COVID and he was really paranoid about having anybody over to his place after that. Um, Right. so basically a, a whole year went by before I could get a chance to talk to him. But the, um... So the tracks were kind of, uh, I don't know, like before I put the narration on there, it just seemed sort of empty to me. And I had some other ideas that I wanted to do. And then um, it just felt right, you know. Uh, And then when I pulled the audio and put the narration over the music. It fits so perfectly. I barely had to do any editing and move move it around. Just very minimal editing. So I right. felt like it was uh it was a good thing. Um and there's so much space in that song with the long intro and I felt like uh Alan Watts, he just pulled the whole thing together. You know, we we put Gandhi on the eye for an eye album, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I really dig like uh philosophy and stuff like that, so um i don't know i just decided to put that alan watts on there and it sounded so cool after i did you know i showed my dad and he's like dude this is killer so anytime that my dad's impressed i feel like i did something cool
1: zach brother thank you so much man i can't wait to see you in person and uh when we get together we'll rock the fucking house
0: you as well chris thank you so much for doing this with me man and it's always good to see you thanks brother all right man have a good night